Hey guys, welcome to another exciting episode of the Colts and Eagles show. This is not an exciting episode for me. And the curse continues for the Colts losing in Jacksonville. And this time, it was a complete domination on the behalf of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And once again, the Colts did not come up. Did not show at all. No effort. Just horrible play throughout the entire game. And you guys can tell by my voice right now, I am very distraught after this game. I am frustrated as a Colts fan. But before we start, guys, Lamont, where can they find you at? I'm here at Culture Talks on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Also hit that subscribe button, be part of the culture game. We talk about anime, sports, and everything else as well, too. So, Lamont, we were shut out at Jacksonville, where we haven't won since 2014. And now, this game was a pure ass open where we were not ready in all aspects of the game. Well, quick stat before we start, guys. Since 2003, a span of 361 regular season games, the Colts have only been out, shut out three times, all three times against the Jacksonville Jaguars. As I said before, we're starting the year off with two curse games, the week one curse and the Jacksonville curse, and the curse continues. But this time, as I'm watching a game, I'm not putting this solely on a lot of the players. I'm putting this solely on Chris Ballard and Frank Wright. Chris Ballard came up the offseason. He said, I believe in our wide receiver group. We don't need to get a veteran. Michael Pittman is out for this game for the quad injury. Alec Pierce is out for concussion. And next up, the people step up is Michael Strong, who has barely paid at all last year, and this is his first start this year. Austin Doolin, Paris Campbell, and Maloney Cox. That was our starting receivers today. You're telling me, Chris Ballard, you couldn't get me T.Y. Hilton, who's been a presence, you know, a legend in a Colts, you know, organization. And then you decide a smart decision to, hey, I'm going to start the season my left tackle with Matt Pryor. Are you fucking kidding me? Matt Pryor, who got demolished today to the point where you saw the rookie come in. I'm okay with um, Colt Bernard being the, the, the starting left tackle since the beginning start the season. Matt Pryor used to get cooked in Philadelphia. And he's getting cooked here. His left tackle is not his position. Playing the red side, the right side is position. And Frank Wright, what in the blue hell is wrong with you? Your team is not ready. They're not prepared. The offense looked horrible today. And granted, I know you, you lost two big receivers. And the offense looked beyond stagnant. Horrible pay calling. Understanding that, you know, you lost your two best, you know, receivers, you know, Scheme up some plays where, you know, a lot of cross routes set up. These receivers could not be man-to-man coverage at all in this entire game. At all. At all. Defense, unnecessary penalties. Offense, unnecessary penalties. Gus Bally's scheme has been atrocious so far in this, the first two games of the season. Horrendous. And our offensive line, one of the most expensive offensive line in the NFL, has digress to mediocre. Brandon Smith has been trash. You saw his decline towards last year when he's easily, I think, what, one of the best, highest-paid right guards in the game today? Trash. Matt Pryor, trash. Ryan Kelly, decent. Quentin Nelson, okay. Painter, who's better at center, I, I, I think the right tackle right now, trash. Matt Ryan got sacked five times today. 
and possibly got hurt on one of the last plays of the game where you saw him gripping on his right arm. Matt Ryan came to be a savior. He did not come here to get his ass whooped by this atrocious offensive line. Horrible play on the line. And as of right now, we're in decline of offensive line. Once upon a time, it was one of our strengths. Right now, it's one of our weaknesses, especially in the left tackle position, where Chris Ballard, again, decided to ignore that in the offseason in the draft as well, too. And now it's costing you. Chris Ballard, sometimes your ego gets in the way. I, I understand you have your philosophy on certain things, but right now it's not working. The first two games of the season, the Colts have been outscored over 70 and 6 in the fourth quarter. Horrible. Horrible. Jim versus eight, all chips in. I guess that's what you mean by all chips in by tanking the season for uh, CJ Stroud for Ohio State. That's what you mean by um, all chips in because right now, horrendous, horrendous, horrendous right now. And it's crazy that we're supposed to beat the Texans Jaguars without Shaquille Leonard. I guess we can't beat mediocre teams without Shaquille Leonard. Crazy how one man can change, you know, the outcome of a defense like so greatly. Like, last year, like we were a pretty a top 10 defense last year. This year, I don't care how it is. We're the worst defense in the NFL. And Matt Ryan, I can't really put this blame on you. I really can't because, you, 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 you know, you put out there what you can. The receivers not being man-to-man coverage and unnecessary penalties. He was screwing you guys up. And I understand that Jonathan didn't go off because you're three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. It's like you, you can't get him going. He makes some big runs in the second half, but when it's always three and out, three and out, and, and these unnecessary penalties, like Colts are one of the best, you know, teams where being the less penalized as of right now, they're not ready. So, Frank Wright, what are you doing? It's coming from the top. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm not solely putting a lot of those players. But Kenny Moore, all season you said you demanded more money because you felt like you was one of the best slot corners in the NFL. You've been declining since the Raiders game. As of right now, why would we pay you? For what? Mediocreness? Mm. And Frank Wright, mm. his team did not come to play at all. Knowing what's at stake, knowing the history of losing in Jacksonville for the past eight years, and you come out and you give us a donut? A donut performance? I solely blame... 80% on you in this game for not getting the players ready. Now, you know, I'm, I'm putting 50-50 right now. I'm changing that. Frank Wright and Chris Ballard. Like I said before, Chris Ballard, you tell me T. White couldn't help, help out this team today? At all? We, we talked about it last week. At all? But before I continue with the Colts, I'm giving credit to Jacksonville Jaguars because Doug Peterson called a perfection game against us. He mm-hmm. outcoached Frank Wright in all aspects of this game today. Kudos to um, Doug Peterson because mm-hmm. that was an amazing play calling game. I was in awe of what he was doing all day today where he was not beating us out up the field. He was beating mm-hmm. us inside consistently with Trevor Lawrence, you know, beating us inside, you know, with inside the 10 yards, all the passes, like nothing deep, nothing deep at all. Trevor Lawrence once again had his best game of his career against who? Us. Going for 26 or 31, 241. Two touchdowns. But what I like the most is that he was cutting us up within the 10 yards. Every single play. And James Robinson had a good day as well, too. Like I said before, Doug Peterson called a magnificent game. And you have to give him credit for that. Because mm-hmm. he outcoached Frank Wright. And I said that last week. 
Doug Peterson knows Frank Wright. Frank Wright knows Doug Peterson. But I guess Doug Peterson knows a little bit more against Frank Wright. Mm -hmm. And shout out to the Jaguars. You know, they, they did what they had to do. I'm not discrediting them at all because they deserve destroying us today. Now, going back to this bum-ass Colts, Matt Ryan was 60 for 30, 195 yards today. And the offensive line did not do their job today. And I'm going to go off next week if he does not play this game because it's your fault for not adjusting left tackle when Matt Ryan was getting hit all day long. He got knocked down five times, hurried eight times. Like, Matt Ryan's not a mobile quarterback. And he'd do what he could do. But Frank Ballard wants to ignore the receiving room. Jonathan Taylor had a below average game today, but fortunately we couldn't give him the ball because we got too many three and outs. Nine carries for 54 yards. Doolin, do what he could do. Five or seven for 79 yards. He was the one who really showed up today. Name Hines, he could do what he can. You know, four and 37 yards. Michael Stratton, one reception of 23 yards. Harris Campbell, where were you today? Where were you? And the defense, this game is beyond trash. Trevor Lawrence, I, I don't believe he got even touch at all in this game. I, at all. He had a clean jersey today. And now as a team, I'm going to read you the stats between both of them. Total yards, Jacksonville destroyed us. 331 yards, Colts 218. Passing yards wasn't even close. Jacksonville 241 yards, Colts 164 yards. The rushing, which we're supposed to be in the top in the NFL, didn't even get 100. We had 54 yards. Jacksonville had 90. And this right here was telling Lamont, and this right here, I don't even want to read this out loud. First downs, Jacksonville 21 to Colts 9. Trash. Third down efficiency. Jacksonville 6 of 15. Colts 2 of 10. Horrendous. Total plays. Listen to this. Jacksonville has 67 to Colts 48. Sacks allowed. Jacksonville 0. Colts 5. Punts even not to 5, but the, Col uh, the Jacksonville punted it towards the, the end of the game because they were just playing conservative. They knew the game was over, and that was it. And then Matt Ryan throws for three interceptions because he was going to harass all day, all day long. And can't put it to Matt Ryan because the offensive line, horrendous, trash. And this game falls all on Chris Ballard and Frank Wright because you, when you ignore the most important things in your team with the wide receiver group and offensive line, left tackle, they come to bite you in the ass. They bit you in the ass today. And now the Colts are 0-1-1. We didn't beat the Texans, which, you know, we struggled for week one for the past, what, since I was 23 years old. We have not been Jacksonville and Jacksonville since 2014. So I was 24 years old. So, no, the curse games continue. And next week, we have the Kansas City Chiefs, which we'll talk about, you know, for our prediction game. We will lose that game in a blowout. But, Lamont, what was your take in this game? Uh, so, uh, since my team wasn't playing, I was watching this game. And definitely your offensive line regressed dramatically. Um for it being your strongest asset on the team to maybe now this is your weakness. Uh, Matt Ryan had no time to, to set his feet and really throw. When he did, he has a bunch of young receivers. You could tell he didn't really have faith in them. Seen a lot of drop passes. Um, 
left tackle should have been addressed when uh what was it 2000 was it 2018 when uh, uh anthony retired or 19 i believe it was 2020 after philip rivers anthony casazzo yes yeah, so he retired in 2020 two years later you have not gotten a, a tackle it, that's that's your quarterback's blind spot that should be your most valued position if you want to be technical uh, he neglects it, and he's paying for it now. At least last year, you had Wentz that was a little mobile. Before you had Jacoby, you had even Rivers is more mobile than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is not mobile. He's already older. And watching that game, I'm thinking, like, if you know you have these receivers, why is JT only getting nine touches? i rather risk giving him the ball than what was going on there. Seven play, like, first drive when, when Matt Ryan threw the interception. Like, all right, well, that was kind of a, 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 a dumb pass, but okay, cool. Super pressure on him, I understood. I'm watching the game and your defensive coordinator made no adjustments. He was playing either, so this is what was happening. If you're playing two safeties up top, we're running it. They're picking up five yards minimum. That's what I felt like. Five yards, five yards, five yards. If you then left one safety up top, they were beating you, beating the man coverage. Um, without without Leonard, the defense looks horrible. Uh, defensive, like you said, no sacks. No sacks is unacceptable. Um I don't, I don't know what, what can this team do at this point to be like, let's not start off slow. Let's not go down. Basically you're basically two games back in your division already. It's something that you can't afford when the division is going to be decided by the end of next month. You just have to win every game in the division from here on out. And luckily, Matt Ryan, he got to stop turning over the ball. I understand he's under pressure, but that one where it should have been a fumble, but they they, get, they let him slide. I, I don't know. He, he doesn't trust the offense. Maybe. I don't know who's called, if Frank is calling the plays or not, but soon as they started to just pedal to the floor and let's get to the line, he looked great. The offense looked great. And then Frank stops doing it. Like, Frank – why like it's like if he's shooting himself in the foot he's like ah fuck it five if jim ursay is really like the man he said all chips in and you fired rico blake and shit last week guess what you need to you need to make some moves bring back ty <laughs> number one i don't care what you got to do go get a solidified left tackle all because right now this team is in danger of going zero and four easily at this rate with the way this team is playing I know we had a conversation where I said I felt like they kind of said this game don't matter all right we're going to get healthy we're going to play Kansas City full strength and we're going to try to you know upset them there's no reason not not Naheem Himes gets one touch on the ground one touch Taylor nine touches so your two stud running backs only get 10 carries it's not okay. Uh, and then he gets four catches out of the backfield. He should not continuously be your second leading receiver with, with passes caught. Uh, Mo Ali Cox, I don't know what he's doing sometimes. 
He's just like big for nothing at this point. And, and, and I, I want to I blame Paris Campbell because me and you had high hopes for him to start this season off. I thought this was going to be his breakout year. You know, healthy. Use, 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 uh, start the fourth user driving. You get a play down to the two-yard line where I'm like, oh, they're going to score. Now they have a chance. This idiot literally blocks the defender and gives you a 10-yard pass interference call, which literally ruined it. You had momentum. And as I'm watching, I'm like, oh, this is the Colts that I'm used to. We're going to start off slow, and then we're going to punch you in the mouth. If you get the ball right there, Matt Ryan doesn't get hurt. You score, and this is a different game. The momentum is now on your side. But you can tell the young receivers are killing you. Uh, the second time you went for it on fourth, and he tries to loft the ball up to the uh, the receiver, and the receiver, you can tell he was waiting for Matt to run. Ah, get open. Give him – he's not going to – it was only like five yards. He wasn't making it between them two defenders. <laughs> Yo, there's open field, and this dude is looking at him. And I'm like, oh, hey. I mean, I feel bad for Matt Ryan. This is not this is not what he signed up for. He did not sign up to get them destroyed like this. This offensive line looks bad. Your defensive line doesn't look the same. I don't, I don't know, bro. I feel bad for you. I I don't know what to say. Like. When when's enough enough for the slow starts? Back to back games, horrendous slow starts. And this game we didn't get started at all. And then once we did start a rolling, penalty. Mm-hmm. Every time. I'm not gonna lie to you. Next game, it has to be upbeat tempo offense the entire game. So the minute yep. you kick off the ball, I'll be all right. By the way, guess who we play next week? The Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. read you these stats from Patrick Mahomes. He already has over 595 passing yards in two games and has seven touchdowns. And guess what? Zero interceptions. This man is playing on fire, and he has something to prove where people say, that, oh, I can't be good without Tyreek Hill. I'm going to show you what else that I can do. And this team has been averaged over 31 points a game. And at this game right here, Lamont, I'm not going to lie to you, it's going to be a long day for us because we can't guard the tight end at all. <laughs> we can't guard a bleeding nose. Mm-hmm. We can't guard nothing. And Patrick Mahomes is going to have a field day against us where they might drop an easy 40 points on us. And we'll probably drop a three-point game. That's how, that's how choices we are right now. Because what honestly, what can you say? What positive can you say for next week's game? Nothing. I mean, Jonathan Taylor averaged six yards to carry. <laughs> He's still doing it. It's literally like this dude is literally a one-man show. You give me the ball nine times, I'm going to give you six yards. But everything else, bro. I have zero faith against against this Kansas City Chiefs next, team next week. Our first home game of the season, it's going to be a blowout. And as of right now, Frank Wright and Chris Ballard should be in the hot seat right now. Mm-hmm. Because Jim Ursus say all chips in and you have given – you have delivered nothing. Besides mediocreness. And I I've been thinking maybe this coaching has hit its peak already. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. This is this is the best we could do now. Like for the past couple of years. Like remember, like this reminds me of like early 2016 to now with the Vikings, where Jay they gather so well, they have a lot of good talent, but they kind of hit their peak already, where they're just an average team. And maybe that's where we are right now. Like we have all these weapons and all this stuff, but we're just an average team. 
that's that's my guess. But like I said before, I don't know how much to say about the next game for next week. It's I have the Colts losing in a blowout loss. What's your take for next week's game against Kansas City? I think you will be fully healthy, and I think this is a game you have to win. It's not a must win. You have to win, and I think that I think that the Colts have shown us over the past few years that they don't beat the teams they're supposed to beat. For whatever reason, it's like they're like, ah, nah, we'll take off this week. Um, yeah, uh, your GM and your coach definitely be – if you go on for it, they should both be fired. I'm going to say that. I, I have I, I have a glimmer of hope because I don't want my best friend to off himself, but it's, <laughs> it's going to be tough. But uh, I said it. They're going to – they were playing this week's game like they already knew they lost. Let's get healthy and let's face the Chiefs and try to show them that we're actually a, a good team. Hopefully that we didn't see the peak for this team. But again, you got to remember, bro, you don't have a left tackle and you haven't had a, a, the same starting quarterback for what? How many years? Seven, five or some shit like that? Yeah. That all plays a factor. Like, I hope they're not tanking this year, hoping to get a quarterback because who's going to want to play for this offensive line like that? The none, and it sucks. <laughs> when I see Matt Ryan grab grab his arm after that play, and I'm thinking to myself, "You got to be kidding me!" On his throwing arm too. Yeah. Once I saw the fist sack when Matt Pryor gave it up, I was, you know what, guys, I'm done with this game. I'm coming upstairs. And I'm getting ready to record the show because I was already done. And as of right now, I don't want to. I don't want to hear Frank right. Oh, one game at a time. No bullshit. This game right here was for the season right here because you know what was online. You know the goddamn curse that we've been through. And to drop a donut, Not for all that, I should have been out there in the field. Real rap. All right, Lamont, so do you have anything else for, uh, to talk about today? Get an offensive tackle. Bring T.Y. <laughs> in, please. Chris, <laughs> save your job, Chris. Do some something good. We'll be back Tuesday for the Eagles and Vikings game Monday night, and hopefully Lamont have a better day than me. Leave a Justin Jefferson is an asshole. So, <laughs> and same way how we talked about in the recap in the game as well too. We'll do the same thing for the Eagles, and also we'll give you know our predictions for the, the following week of the Eagles play. But before we end this, guys, Lamont, where can they find you at? Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok at Cultural Talks, and also hit the subscribe button. Be part of the coaching game. We talk about sports, anime, and everything else as well too. And this is the Culture Eagles Show. <laughs>